0: Locked On Rays,
1: your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network,
2: your team every day.
0: Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sombrano. I'm Evan Klosky. Host
1: of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, and and online at fanstreamsports.com. We're also on YouTube as well. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays. Rays. We also welcome your emails, lockdownrays at gmail.com. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the app and join Ulysses and I this weekend to get in on the Tampa Bay Rays action and conversation. That is Spotify Green Room. And today we're pleased to be joined by Channel 10 Tampa Bay WTSP sports director Evan Klosky with the Rays are now officially playoff bound. How about that, Evan?
2: Woohoo! It was, uh, you know, when even planning coverage for that, you know, I reached out to the Rays and they're like, oh, they're going to do something for making the playoffs and winning the AL East. And in my head, I'm just like, these guys really gonna go like all out after like clinching a wild card berth when they're just so close to the AL East and everything that happened uh, on Wednesday was exactly how I thought it was. Just like, woohoo, slap hands, slap hands, little like little a gla- little flute of champagne and uh, let's go on and and let's keep on chugging. But it was nice to have at least like. We, I mean, Valley Sports did a great job putting seven, eight guys up there for for us to listen to about the the moment, uh, including KK, which uh, he's uh the star of the show right now.
1: He's always the star of the show, and we're going to get to that uh, real quickly. Though, um, as I recall, the Lightning have begun training camp. The Bucks mm-hmm. are. 2 0, and the Rays, of course, are now playoff bound, although they still would like to clinch the AL East and maybe have the best record in the American League. Gut reaction right now, Evan. Uh, what is more likely to happen? The Lightning 3 Pete, the Bucks 2
2: Pete, or the Rays win their first World Series? Um, I think that the more likely scenario actually is uh, the Bucks repeating of hmm. the, the three. Uh, one. Baseball is such a, and there's no shade to either either team. Baseball is such a peak at the right time. How are, like so many little things go into winning a World Series, and you need a little bit of luck and skill to come together to make it happen. Uh, the lightning, I'm more so just concerned. At, here's something. Uh, so, like this time last year, this exact day, Steven Stamkos scored a goal uh, against the Stars in Game Three. Um, of the Stanley Cup playoffs or the Stanley Cup finals so in that time period they won uh, a Stanley Cup final then they had another season won another Stanley Cup final had a whole boat parade and are back at the training camp for the next season all in one year so to me that's like fatigue might set in I don't know that's just a ton of hockey so I land on the bucks because they are super talented and as long as they're healthy you got Brady I think they're able to pull it off
1: You know what? I'm just praying and I want the Rays to win the World Series as much as the next guy. But I would almost just be happy if it's Rays and Giants in the World Series and whatever happens, happens. Oh, Oh, that would be great.
0: That's the best case scenario. I think race giants would make a lot of people happy, especially if they're race fans. You get to see Longo back at the Trop. You get to see Jake McGee, Kurt Casale, the legend. Scott Kirk Casimir. Scott Casimir. Mm. I mean, this is it, it's it's for written for television. You know, Longo yeah. v. Wander. It's, it's, it's- going to be great. And, and,
2: and not to mention, you get a parade, end it at Al Lang Stadium. Let's go. Beautiful Ooh. backdrop down there. Everybody, like everybody going to Al Lang, and we put a stage there. And I, you know, I wish that Al Lang spot is so nice if we can just get something pretty. you
0: know, I would, uh, That would be great. I'm all for that. He's got me all pumped up.
1: Bay Area versus Bay Area. Let's not forget either what could have been ray buster posey would also be involved you're right that, as well
0: this is fantastic and you know obviously analytics uh would be definitely yes. one of the points in in, in in that world series uh that would be great that would be great
1: okay let's get to uh one of the bigger storylines of the week and maybe the year uh the ray is getting some national recognition not necessarily for making the postseason being the first American league team to clinch this year, but because of data card gate and Kevin Kiermeyer. uh, Evan, what's your take? What's your hot take on this whole scenario and situation?
2: So this is a huge, tough noogie situation. I mean, it, look, it all depends how you see things. I mean, like, there's a lot of competitors that I talked with that said, if it happens in a field of play, you know, whatever, like that's fair game. And then everyone's trying to kind of move the, the field goal post and say, well, if it's money, if it's this, if it's that, well, it's not any of those things. It, it's The fact is, this is a competition, a thing dropped in front of him. Um, you know, I, I genuinely believe at the start of it, he did think it was his defensive card, then probably figured out what it was, and then I do believe that the Rays probably used it as information, as anyone probably would, because you know, I don't see how that's any different than the guy at second base stealing your signs from the catcher. It's like, okay, like if you want to be so morally correct, you shouldn't be looking at that and waving or doing any signs, but that's been widely accepted for forever. So, my thing is, look, this wasn't premeditated, right? The fact is, Uh, They didn't go into the clubhouse to steal it. They didn't seek out taking it. It was a bang, bang play. The thing dropped right in front of him and, and he took the piece of paper. I mean, he gifted it to him. And if it was that important, if that is such an important piece of paper, if you cannot lose it, you know, then why on earth is that not like a Wallace Key's phone situation and you are not checking to be like, whoa, what is that? OK. And if you really had that, if you really knew he took it and you found out right away then you can go over there and cause a scene and make, you know, like go rumble. Like, I don't care if you want to do that. That's fine. But but the fact is, you you know, Cash goes to talk to them on Tuesday. Everything seems like it's smoothed over, even though we hear that they're P.O. And nothing happens on Tuesday. Nothing. Kiermaier played in that game went 0 for 3 and Kiermaier even admitted, hey, I thought that. He said I was prepared to get beamed on Tuesday. Then Tuesday goes by, nothing happened. Wednesday happens, gets to the final at bat. In his mind, this thing's over, right? Like, if it was going to happen, it would have happened already. And then – you yeah, you yeah, being a dude when he's not expecting it. So if you want to talk about unwritten rules, well, the unwritten rules say take care of business immediately after it. But you know that's the whole thing. A lot of a lot of teams do this stuff. I mean Bryce Harper and Hunter Strickland had like a. a, a year and a half gap or whatever it was when when strip was more it was like four years yeah it was, it was ridiculous. like I forget what that was but you know baseball players have long memories baseball players police themselves you know the retaliation itself I don't really care about it's just the it's just the crying over just some like really something tiny. I mean like, you know, being a dude and get on, but you know, day, it's day three, and I gotta hear you keep crying about this and being the dude and move on, okay? It's not that big of a deal. I'm sorry, but the Rays, even though they got some information from you, they're not winning games based on that damn card. And if they are, then you're doing something wrong because you're not studying before the game. So it's just like a ridiculous whole ordeal that got dragged out way too long when they could have just taken care of business on Tuesday wiped it away and everyone would have been fine. But now now they now people are now now the Rays are pissed. So now you got both teams pissed. Both franchises are going to be at the AL East at the top for a long time. And I guarantee you the Rays aren't going to forget and if they play them in the playoffs, they're obviously not going to retaliate then. So something's going to happen next season and it's just going to drag on why because a damn paper dropped out of his pocket.
0: PKW PKW Phones, keys, wallet. <laughs> I do it. You do it. You Everybody does now. it, right? I do it Yeah. I do if, it's now so important. yeah if it's so important, you, you, you got to tap yourself. Kirk got to tap himself. And he didn't. And he didn't. If it was so important, he would have done that, especially after a play at the plate. Mm-hmm. You got, oh, oh where's the very important nuclear codes? Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh I still have them. Oh, God. Okay. Now, we, now, we, now I can leave the field. It's ridiculous. I agree with you 100%, Evan.
1: Will this be a major storyline throughout the playoffs? Or I assume it'll be brought up if the Rays face the Blue Jays in the ALDS or something like that. But a listener reached out and asked or suggested that this could be sort of like uh, who was it with the Lightning Kucherov? The whole salary cap deal. Like, is this something that's going to ride with the Rays? Like, oh well, did, are 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 they legitimate in winning this World Series type of a deal?
2: No, uh, no, I, I, that would be really like ridiculous um if, if they play the Blue Jays for sure I mean for sure that's a storyline and you got to talk about it and that's going to be played up and people are going to have opinions and yada 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 mm-hmm. and, and and let me say this I'm not saying that like you know Kevin Kiermeyer is the world's like squeakiest clean dude here in this situation um you know there's there's culpability certain people would have acted differently whatever I'm just saying that there is no uh there is no written rule here that says, this is what you do. They're unwritten rules and people interpret unwritten rules in different ways. People try to find advantages in the game to make themselves better. And as long as you're not scoping out with a microphone from center field or banging on trash cans because you're doing video surveillance, then this to me is just within bounds of the, of what you're playing. And if you didn't like it, you bean them ASAP and just send a message and move on. Don't, Don't wait until two days later and kick, you know, keep kicking and screaming, and then come out and say, "Oh, it was unintentional." On his last at bat, on their last regular season game, and somebody posted like all of all the guys' pitches, and it was like like everything was in the zone, and then there's just one one outlier. come, (laughs) Come on.
0: You yeah. can't tell me that wasn't intentional. No, I, I agree with you. He's not squeaky clean on this. Kiermaier, maybe there is another baseball player that would have caught that and said, hey, Kirk, you dropped this. Or gives it to the ump and said, hey, give this to 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 Kirk, maybe. Of, out of 700 major leaguers, you have to think that some of them would have acted differently, of course. Sure. But to bean the guy for this, especially when you beaned him, oh, when the game is out of reach, seven to one, I think it was seven to one right yes yeah, well, yeah. uh, uh, you know. know yep come on yeah. this is it's getting too to be too big for what it was okay yeah do we credit
1: uh, joe west for taking care of the situation and not giving any funny business just saying or was it that obvious that okay you've got to make a yeah. move
0: here okay i understand. mean honestly it would have been joe uh, joe west sort of move to not have done that and
2: be like oh, okay it is joe west all right yeah, fair I, enough i we'll think that we'll if you would have we'll let, let the guy in the game then the rays absolutely would have retaliated like in the ninth inning and yeah, would have just been like, okay if you're gonna let that go on
1: <laughs> all right we'll move along here uh now is the time to make the switch to NetSuite by oracle it's the number one financial system because NetSuite gives you visibility and control of your financials inventory hr e-commerce and more it's everything you need to grow all in one place. With NetSuite, you can automate your processes and close your books in no time, no matter how big your business grows. NetSuite right now is offering a one of a kind financing program for those ready to switch today. Head to netsuitecom locked on right now. Get special financing at netsuite.com slash locked on again that's netsuite.com slash locked on
0: you know I'll, i'll tell you i've never been hit by a 93 mile an hour fastball but if i ever do i would want something healthy and delicious too Which is why I would go and get myself some built Bars. And and you've got to, too. They've got so many flavors. My goodness, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, cookies and cream, German chocolate. I could keep going on, but I don't think Evan's got that many fingers, folks. So just (laughs) leave it there, okay? Uh, You all know what my favorite flavor is, of course. So you've got to go to built.com. Let's check out the macro. 17 to 18 grams in proteins. The calories range from 130 to 180. Only 4 to 5 grams sugar. Only 4 to 5 grams net carbs. Amazing flavors. They're all tasty and they're all healthy too. So you've got to go to Built.com today. Use that promo code we've been telling you about. Locked. 15 yes locked 15 l-o-c-k-e-d-1-5 almost forgot it and i say it every day you will get 15 percent off on your order so go today to built.com and use promo code locked 15 you know hot take
1: here i think kevin kiermeyer secretly loves all this attention
2: can we agree on that? <laughs> yes i um yeah definitely i and and uh the guy his name wants- was trending his he, name
0: he, was trending he, he he's like all, it's it it never trends when I will win a gold glove when I win a platinum o- award but it's trending now I'll take it mm-hmm. and
2: he wants all the smoke because after the game he had to stop himself being like like we want these dudes. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, if we, you know, if we had to choose our if we had to call our shot, like, come on, bring it in the postseason, which is a scary thought because Toronto's super good and they got lefties yeah. who will, will quiet the bats. But you know, yeah, I love the I love the confidence.
1: Well, there is bulletin board material because last week Evan Klosky did say that in a five game series last week that the Blue Jays would probably beat the race. So there it yeah, is. At that moment
2: in time. Okay. <laughs> but this is
0: the thing, what Evan was talking about in the first segment. Baseball with the Bucks and and the Lightning and and all that, Um, baseball is so who gets hot at the right time. If we turn the tape to September 1st and we listen to Locked On Cardinals, Lucas Smith would have been a pretty mopey guy. Mm -hmm. You turn around the clock to September 23rd. And Lucas Smith is a pretty happy guy. So it's just who gets hot at the right time. The Cardinals got hot, 12 wins straight. You look at the Toronto Blue Jays. They won, what, uh, 16 out of 18 uh, at a stretch? Yeah, something
2: something ridiculous like that. Or
0: 15 out of 18. Right now, they're out of the playoffs. Mm -hmm. They're like half a game out. Yeah, there's still nine games left. But, I mean, it's just who gets hot at the right time. So you know, I feel right now that the Rays are looking pretty good against the Jays.
1: Yeah, kudos to uh, Adam Wainwright, 65-year-old Adam Wainwright, for (laughs) carrying the Cardinals a little bit through this stretch.
0: 2,000 strikeouts. How about that? That
1: That was the quietest 2,000 strikeouts. Like, all these milestones are happening because didn't Max Scherzer get 3,000? And nobody's talking about it. It's football (laughs) season. We've moved on. We're talking about College football and upsets and so forth. Some people have moved on. Some others stay. Yeah. Ulysses is baseball 365 and sometimes 366. Uh, Okay. So, you know, one thing that might be. Yeah. One thing that might be helping the Rays to the playoffs, getting them hot at the right moment. Shane Boz. Shane Boz got the promotion and made his major league debut against the Blue Jays earlier this week and was very, very impressive. In fact, I think it's very fair to say that he outpitched his counterpart, who may very well win a Cy Young in Robbie Ray. Uh, Evan, I'm sure you watched Shane for a little bit on his MLB debut. Your thoughts and impressions of him and what he brings to the table for the race postseason.
2: Well, if you've been listening on these Fridays, you know you can run the tape back on me, how I've been a big Boz guy and how I really think this is a dude who should be pitching in a starting rotation come the playoffs. And boy, did he look good. I mean, a couple of mistakes and that was it. Uh, A couple of tater tots and, you know, away we went. And that was just his first start. Obviously nervous, uh, and, but he was prepared and ready for the moment. Uh, it's tough to, to judge somebody on a small sample size, but at the same time, he just looks so composed. Um, if he was nervous, he didn't show it. You know, it's like a duck. You know, underneath the water, you're flapping, but on top of the water, you're just all cool. Um, and and the biggest takeaway from Shane Boz's appearance was his dad, who has the largest biceps possibly out of anybody he can give yandy diaz a run for his money
0: yeah he's like what 20 years his uh elder i mean it, dude's a tank he looks just, like
1: a pro wrestler
0: i mean that's pretty <laughs> and, impressive uh, and, you, and you, know, you can see the build the wrists of shane boss and in the, in the hands like oh I know where that comes from because his dad is a machine. Yeah. It, was, it was crazy. But going back to, to the if, – if to dive in in the numbers, Eno Saris did a really cool uh, breakdown on his Stuff Plus, Location Plus. It was the best Stuff Plus, Location Plus United uh, in a start for for a pitcher it was only 65 pitches so what we know a small mm-hmm. sample size it's yep. only one day yada 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 for all the people that are going to dunk on this but if we just look at the <laughs> one start at the one start it was just very impressive the the command the stuff was there uh, and, and and honestly you, you, you say two mistakes i would say one because that T. Oscar Hernandez was, true. like I said, a Chris Sale versus Wander, like a ball that should not have gone out for a home run. And it did. It was just, you know, tip your cap kind of thing. Uh, so I would even say just one mistake. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, it's it's true. And, um, you know, we've been talking about this guy a lot. He's a mature 22 year old. You know, he's a guy that's worked his way up through the system and has been fairly put together and was in the Olympics this year. So as far as big stages are concerned, not that the, you know, the Olympics were this huge fanfare because of of COVID and what we had there, but um, at the same time, like he, he understands pitching in a big game and big moments and with something on the line. Uh, And yeah, I mean, you mentioned the no walks and the control, Um, you know, Kevin Cash said after the game that they brought him up, to give him a chance to say, let's see what we got here. Let's, let's, uh, let's give him the tryout essentially at the end of the season. And cash said, I don't know if he could have done any better to prove that he belongs uh, in the majors. And, and he's going to give this team a lot of things to think about come the postseason roster and, and figuring out how they're going to do it. And again, Uh, Just like we talked about Rasmussen a little while back, uh, he does it against the Blue Jays, a squad that has, right now, one of the best lineups as far as what they're run producing. And he was able to to really silence the bats. So that was impressive. And if you're a Rays fan, it's really dang exciting to have a guy like him, McClanahan, and Patino uh, really start – showcasing their stuff. And I know Patino probably hasn't been the greatest of the three, but everybody's sort of been on the the innings count and keeping everyone down. I mean, Eventually next year you're going to kind of unleash them a little bit, uh, especially because they'll have a full off season.
0: You know, it's funny we 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 did our preseason talk obviously, and, and Evan, you joined us uh, around May I believe May mm-hmm. or early June, yeah. and we always talked about the transition year moniker that the 2021 uh, season was going to have because that's what Eric Neander said. It was from the horse's mouth a transition year. So we always said, okay, that's why they got our. And the Walkers and in the hills position into the young and to the young guys. What we never saw coming, though, I think nobody saw coming is Shane McClanahan, Shane Boz, Drew Rasmussen and Luis Patino being the only starters for the playoffs, possibly. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. ten, we're nine games away and those four guys could all get those starts in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Talk about a transition, a hardcore transition from starting with uh, the other names and then just finishing your posting with, with the young blood. I mean, this is, this is fantastic. I I think.
1: Also tied into that, Evan, um, how would you set up if the postseason started tomorrow, how would you set up the rotation? Would it be McClanahan one, Rasmussen two, Shane Boz three, and then Patino? Or do you, after this, all we can base off is the one start from Boz. Do you move him to number two? How would you play that if you're the ring? Uh,
2: You know, I'm probably sticking again. It's one of those things where I, I love what Rasmussen's done. Last start wasn't as crisp, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe McClanahan is going to earn the first start just because I think he stuck it out the longest and, you know, He's going to be their tone setter. I also think he's got the genetic makeup who loves the big moments. I mean, that guy's got a lot of confidence and swag. Mm-hmm. I think pitching game one, he's going to come out and, you know, really be ready for that moment. Then um, it's a toss-up between Boz and, and Rasmussen because here's the thing. Boz actually can be extended longer. You know, he, he is worked up to a, a larger pitch count than 65. Um, yeah. Rasmussen you have to manage no matter what. So when you when you start Drew, you know ahead of time that you're gonna need kind of a half bullpen day. So I think with Drew, you gotta pair up McHugh and just know that those two are gonna go hand in hand. And hopefully, you know, you pair up like McClanahan with, you know, Kittredge and you spaced him out along the way. Um Boz, I'm I'm hoping in the playoffs can go six. I mean who knows if they're ever going to let any of their starters go past the second time in the rotation. So to me, if, you know, it's a tough call. Yeah. Really? I mean, I'm okay with any decision of Boz and, uh, and not to mention Patino being lumped in with some other guy coming out of the bullpen as well as a, as a clump innings dude. So, you know, I think, Patino maybe later down the line is going to be needed for a spot start in the playoffs if they need somebody, but um, I'm okay with Boz or, or Rasmussen. Um, I, I still, I still like Drew. I still like his stuff. And even if you threw him out there for three innings to get the game started, um, you might be able to squeeze him in there in the middle uh, in games two and try to like kind of siphon off your, your big inning guy, big inning guys, mm-hmm. and, um, and kind of like rotate, and give guys breaks because you might have to, you know, McHugh might have to pitch two one night, get one game off, and like the next game, hey, you know, we're gonna need you again, dude. At least one. So that's, that's exactly how I think you have to
0: do it, Evan. I, on, honestly, I mean, I, I think you you have to look at the bullpen. That's your strength, right? So you, if, if, who are the weakest guys right now in, in the rotation, in, innings wise, it would be uh, Rasmussen and, and 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 Luis Patino. Mm-hmm. So I would think you would have to space those guys out and maybe do. McClanahan gets game one, uh, Rasmussen gets gets game two. You pair him up with a guy that can give him a bridge in the bullpen like a May Q. Number three goes to Shane Boss, who, you, who can give you length. You don't have to use the bullpen so much. Then game four, I'm still sticking with Patino Waka. I mm-hmm. think that Patino Waka game four would do really good wonders if, if one of them is not right. You still have a bullpen that it's at least rested two days because of the travel day and the game three that they did not pitch. So I feel like you have to space out Rasmussen and, and slash Waka.
1: I agree. And I think it also kind of fits in with if you make Rasmussen your number two, at least he's shown he can handle the big league so far. We can only go off the one start of Shane Boz. So at least that gives kind of Boz a little bit of a breather for a would-be game three, but I would like Boz to see if he can go six, six and a third, six and two thirds. I mean, between that, effortless delivery more swing and miss i think yeah. than drew rasmussen and a legit third pitch yes in the yeah. curveball and he may down the line use that change up too or a cutter like he's he's had a lot of different offerings but he's got three really good ones right now so uh it's i think it's going to be a really fun time with this guy and i wouldn't be surprised i know not to uh just unload hot takes today but he may shane boz at the end of it may very well have so young yeah. <laughs> what (laughs) i didn't i missed that Uh,
2: you said unload hot takes so so you set it up and i wanted to jump in there
1: maybe he might be better than blake snell but he might (laughs) at the end of the day uh we look back on this thing uh 15 20 years from now he might have the better career than shane mcclanahan and Luis patino and maybe tyler glass now and some of the others like he maybe I, i feel like in his first start he's been more impressive than any of those other guys have shown this, in their first.
0: He was very impressive, but we're, we're being very cliche on amping this guy up after just seeing him for one start. So great stuff by Shane. Let's hope that, you know, I think he gets the ball on Sunday again against the Marlins. And then would he get another game? Yes, he would. He would get another game. Uh, one, two, three, four. He could get a, a Saturday game against the yanks in new york
1: okay so he will maybe be a little bit battle tested leading into the play i I
2: think it's actually important and i know the the rotation has gotten shuffled because waka pitched and that forced patino up so i think that if you're the rays you have to have bobs pitch against the yankees because I, i need to see that test Pitch great against the Blue Jays. It's a playoff-type team. Yankees are a playoff-caliber team. One of those teams probably not going to be uh, in the wild card game, and uh, and arguably at you Yankee know, Stadium. Evan,
0: you yeah. talk about being tested at Yankee Stadium against that it's, rowdy crowd.
2: Exactly, and if you're talking about Game Three, going to be on the road. So um, I think that it is imperative to get Boz to start against the Yankees to see what he can do uh, in that kind of in that kind of moment because you're on the. You're in the best stadium in the bigs, um, the most iconic stadium, I should say. And you're in a playoff type atmosphere because the Yankees are going to be fighting for their lives. So maybe you're sitting pretty, but they're not. So you got to bring your A-plus game against a a really stellar lineup with the Yankees.
1: Bet online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive a 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100, NFL the numerals 100. BetOnline, it is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports.
0: It's Friday, folks, so I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment that you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means uh, you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part of it all, everybody said, there is no Annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. All right, uh,
1: we've got some baseball trivia action here. Before we get to that uh, little inside baseball, us three, plus a couple other people, will be going to the Rays game on Saturday, the Citrus Series. The, the greatest rivalry in all of sports.
0: Really? I mean, when when Evan wasn't in Florida and in, in, in San Antonio and uh, Spokane. No. Spokane? Yeah. yeah. And in Spokane. They talked about the Citrus series. Yeah. They talked about it. They are like, oh, man. The Marlins
2: and the Rays yeah. are playing.
0: In- inject
2: crazy. that vitamin C into my veins.
1: <laughs> Every Sunday night game on ESPN yeah. when the – Rays and Marlins are playing. That is Should what be. is broadcast. Yeah. I, the the hundreds to- of fans
2: are wild when you
1: <laughs> I'm telling you, it, there's gonna be twenty thousand plus fans right. there I, on I Saturday just, with the I wanna, ticket promotion. I
2: wanna say also just a quick shout out to the Rays uh front office. They get a lot of crap and the marketing's not the greatest and you know the attendance is you know not what we all want it to be. They slashed prices and uh, for all they had like nine 8,000. They they just missed it, but they were almost at a stretch there of like kind of finishing the season with 10 or 11 games where 10,000 or more fans showed up to each contest. So slashing those prices, the fans did respond. They showed up. And sure, if you compare it to other teams, it's still not the greatest. But, you know, it's better than seeing six or 7,000 fans in there for a, a clinching scenario. You at least got three, 4,000 more in the stands. And the weekends are, you know, they're great. It's a, it's, a, it's a tremendous crowd. This team deserves it. And I just – you know we crap on them a lot you know everybody not like we but we as in the baseball community you know everybody and uh, i just want to give them a shout out and also you know wander with a couple of walks there in durham and cody reed mm-hmm. pitching uh, in the playoffs so
0: yeah again so so everybody that's listening and that it has the opportunity to 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 go to the game on saturday do not be shy dm us on our personal twitter or 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 just shout it out mm-hmm. at the trop evan ulysses kevin and then we'll find you it, it, we're, we have very good uh you know ears here uh and, and we, we would you guys are
2: signing autographs
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did do that that yeah. was crazy we actually did yeah that that is pretty
1: crazy although evan is gonna i mean he's gonna be engulfed like yes. tom brady at a uh, public outing it's going Showing to be up in
2: glasses dark clothes. It's going to be
0: like entourage. And, you yeah. know, we're all just Vinny Ch- Vinny Chase, baby. Yeah.
1: Uh, and also, uh, Stu Sternberg PSA. I'm not paying for parking. <laughs> I have got an in, I am not paying for parking on Saturday. You can guarantee that. Take it to the bank. I'm not revealing my secrets, but I will not be paying for parking. That's right. So I'm throwing that out there. Uh, I will. I will enjoy a, a beverage or two. I'll take advantage of that five dollar Budweiser Bud yeah. like. By the way, Evan, what is your? What is going to be your? Uh, your food or, or beverage of choice when you get that's,
2: to the ballpark that's a good question um i'll probably i'll probably kick it off with like an ipa and then and then smash it down to a bud light or something you know okay. start start off with the high end and then like oh that's the price no 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 We're going down <laughs> to uh you know the, the five buck beers but uh man yeah. like honestly for food it's always just like a gut decision like if i'm if i'm feeling ready to just scarf down some greasy mess give me like two dogs and Ooh, load it up goodness. with with the veggies and the fixings and, and let me go to town cool
0: I, i'm a pig and potato man myself yeah <laughs> you are you
1: you go fancy with it you're gonna do the what's it called beans and barler or whatever the i've
2: never had the, the
0: twelve thousand calorie calorie no, <laughs> yeah i do have the twelve thousand calorie pig and potato but it's yeah. delicious i uh Just
1: i got the my worst budweiser situation. last week because i i I told the Rays, I mean, you talk about marketing and promotions. I say, you know, $5 Bud Bud Light, can we stretch it out to Michelob? Can we stretch it out to Miller Light? And, and they said that, that's no. no. In fact, I asked the lady at the uh, the counter, the bartender. <laughs> no, you I said, didn't. Yes, I said, so uh, it's only Bud and Bud Light that's $5, right? And she's like, yeah. So that is all right. Give me the, give me the Budweiser. And we'll move on. I'm you gotta paying. do what you
2: gotta do. You gotta, make, I'm not, you gotta make tough decisions here.
1: Yeah. I, Stu already got me for the $20 parking, even though I showed up an hour late. So I wasn't going to get yeah. uh, shafted twice there with that, but anyway, all right, we'll, we'll move along to, we'll, we'll move along to some baseball trivia uh, here real quick before we uh, end on a high note. Um, so we all know that uh, Mike Zanino is having a whale of a season offensively, particularly uh, with his power. So my trivia question for you both uh, involves home runs and catchers. And this question is courtesy of MLB.com. There are there are six players in MLB history to hit at least 40 homers in a single season while playing at least 75% of their games. At catcher, I will give you one of these names because I don't think you all I'm not trying to make fun of you. It's just I would not have guessed this. So I'm going to give you one of the names. Roy Campanella Mm -hmm. had 41 home runs in 1953. So there are five other players in MLB history to hit at least 40 homers in a single season while playing at least 75 percent of their games at catcher. Evan, we'll let him do the honors. Can yeah. you name three of these five?
2: Yeah, I think I can do this. Uh, Salvi, unbelievable yes. season. Uh, Johnny Bench. Yes. Um, then you also have Todd Hunley. Yes. And uh, and Javi Lopez. Yes. All right. Can you get the fifth one? And number five, uh, Piazza? oh my gosh you're like that first guy that one
1: who wants to be a millionaire very good (laughs) you're just playing with us right now i thought i was gonna stump you i should have left roy campanella in there
2: yeah really. i would not have gotten that to be
1: honest
0: i would not that's pretty good
1: Um, I tried to trick you with a little Mets action with Todd Huntley and Mike Piazza, but sorry, Ulysses, there's nothing left. I I got you there. It's
0: like when you get to the buffet line and everybody just got, you know, the bacon wrapped jalapenos and you're like, ah, son of a
2: dick. (laughs) That one I know mostly because when I was growing up, I remember that Todd Huntley season vividly and it was a big deal. And obviously, Javi Lopez was a part of all that stuff in the AO, yeah. in the uh, NL East. So, yeah, that was, that was just in my wheelhouse. And you know there what? You I've go. been so bad at these trivias <laughs> that it's nice for me to have one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, that was great. Uh, okay, so my turn to try to stump you both. I talked about the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals. So I'm going with a St. Louis Cardinals uh, a great. Mm-hmm. Can you guess Jim Edmonds? Wow. Career war according to baseball reference defense involved in there um let's
1: see he was also featured on uh real housewives do you watch that uh i used to Uh, i was forced to previously yeah Um, (laughs) i no longer watch it (laughs) it's okay man
2: it's okay okay. we all have our things
0: uh (laughs) yeah no no need to judge (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Apparently, he was a real piece of
0: work. I'll just put it. Right <gasps> Ooh, okay. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, wow. All right. Well, there's that. I don't know if it affects his career war at all. But I don't think it does. Okay. We got to let Evan. All right, I
2: will. I'm probably going to come in too high. Uh, I'll go with 43.2. 43.2. Uh,
1: I'm going to say that Evan is way off. And I think I can get it just about on the marker. And I'm not waiting. looking this up. Gosh. I'm going to say 68 and a half is his career war.
0: 68.5? Yes, 68.5. All right, you want to lock that in, Evan, at 43?
2: Can't <laughs> change your answer now. No? Okay. <laughs> He's a guest. Uh, look, I was so right on the catchers. It's great if I'm wrong on this. So I, I'll break even for the day. Show All up at right. the casino, hot start, let it ride too long. Yeah. Along. You got you got a bolt out of the casino sometimes.
0: Uh, career war for Mister Jim Edmonds is, Drumroll please, intern McGee, sixty point four. Mm.
2: Very close, Kevin. See, but here's the thing: he went over, I went under, I win. Prices Right rules. Let's go. Oh my goodness! Is that how?
0: Even if it's the margin, I haven't watched Prices Right since like middle school. War. Go Sick. One. <laughs>
1: I don't think that's how we played it ever on, it. on Name
0: That <laughs> War. I think
1: it's whoever's closest with the numbers, which, by the way, he didn't... I mean, the Hall of Fame votes, I don't even think he really sniffed anything. No, no that's, I think why, got, and that's why I went in
2: lower, because I was like, I don't remember him... like. I started yep. thinking around the Hall of Fame type war numbers. and I was like, it's got to be lower than that. Like, so, well, yeah, that was it, it, it's
0: it's unbelievable because the guy was a four time all star. Uh, his slash line was 284, 376 on base, 527 slugging and 903 OPS at 132 mm-hmm. OPS plus. I mean, the guy had almost twelve hundred RBIs. Three hundred and ninety-three home runs.
1: Was he mean to the beat writers or something? Was, was I, that like well, a Barry Bonds? Well, issue? you just said
2: based on your scouting report that he was a piece of work. That's that true. takes you. A, that takes that. That uh,
0: influences people because you know what? We're all human beings. We're not. We're not all just stat sheets on an Excel spreadsheet. We're uh, We're made of uh, emotions. Kevin. Does
1: it list how many Gold Gloves he has or had? Yes, he does. You uh, eight.
2: Oh, Eight-time Gold Glove. Go for it. Let me get back in the game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eight-time Gold Glove, Silver Slugger. Of course, uh, he was in that 2006 World Series uh, team for the Cardinals. Four-time All-Star.
1: And I don't think he was ever accused of steroids. I, I need to no. look into that because well, that seems like a pretty good Hall of Fame
0: case. You know what? If somebody knows why Jim Edmonds did not go into the Hall of Fame uh, and is on the game on Saturday, how about that? Talk to us about Jim Edmonds. You know, it's 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 never a bad time to yeah. talk to us about Jim Edmonds.
1: I'm about to DM uh, Lucas Smith from Lockdown Cardinals. I'm I actually do legitimately want to ask. That sounds like so. a
0: really great crossover yeah. with the Cardinals. And we can talk about Rosarena, too. Yeah, and
1: uh, all the others they like get away. Adolis Garcia, Luke Oof. Voit. Oof. List goes on and on. Uh, Evan, how can people find your work?
2: Uh, you can head to Ten Tampa Bay. Dot, uh, dot com, I should say, Tampa bay.com. And we got everything between Bucks, Lightnings, Ray, uh, Lightning, Rays. Uh, we got the Rowdies. We're featuring the Rowdies, eight straight games with uh, not giving up a goal. And um, at ekloski, WTSP, you see it right there on the bottom of your screen if you watch it on YouTube. Uh, hit me up 99.9% of the time. I will respond as long as you are not rude. The KK stuff had a lot more rude people. So 99.9, that has gone down to 99.5. Had to ignore some people because you're rude. Um, public discourse, people. And uh, and then also, you know, Facebook, Instagram, uh, hit me up. And again, we, uh, we have a lot of things cooking. Uh, sports is 6 and 11 every night on Channel 10. And then you can also see our Bucks pregame show, The Blitz, uh, at 1130 in the morning on Sundays with Simeon Rice. So that's that's always a fun deal.
1: Very good. Very good. Okay. uh, That wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on Bets and Locked on MLB podcast. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe and we will talk to you next week.